Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai. I'm remarried and living my best life ever. See, there's so much life after divorce. I'm starting my new chapter unapologetically. I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me on the journey. Listen to all new episodes every Wednesday. So buckle up. So welcome back to another episode of Divorce Not Dead. Well, I've asked you all again for the topics that you'd most like to hear about or discuss with me. And I got so many great questions. I don't really know where to begin. So and I don't want to jump around from, you know, thing to thing because I think body confidence was one of the most popular ones I've done in a long time. So I'm going to try and hit this. And I think actually this is quite a good one to to go on from this because so many of you asked me in different ways about the aging process and how it makes us feel. And I feel like, I mean, it kind of leads on well from body confidence because it's the same thing. I get a lot of questions. These are just some of them, how to regain your confidence, having kids after 40, finding love after 40, skincare, my skincare regime, does my skin age from tanning? How do I feel next to a young guy? All of these things, they kind of come down to the same thing, really, which is accepting age and the aging process, which, you know, is going to hit us all and none of us can run from as much as, you know, we'd all like to. And, you know, we spend our lives looking for the the doctors to help us and to reverse the signs of aging. And it's really funny, really, because I don't really understand why, why we have to do that and why, you know, we see one gray hair on our head and we all freak out and go straight down to the hairdresser. I mean, I have to get my hair dyed every two weeks at this point. It's insane. And I just don't know how normal people can afford to do stuff like this. And anyway, you know, we spend our t- lives looking for the next best treatments to sort of tighten our skin, lift everything. And at the end of the day, aging isn't you know, reversible. I mean, we can do the best we can, but we're going to age. I mean, even if the outside doesn't age, the inside is, right? We're all going to die at some point, I think, you know, and it's accepting that journey along the way. And I think I've learned all along the way, and maybe that's, you know, to accept things in my life. And I think that a lot of that did come from boarding school because these are things that you can't change. I, I spent my whole life sort of trying to get out of 
going back to school or, you know, things I didn't like, but I had to face them head on because I couldn't change them, right? I mean, I was there. There is no way to change certain things in your life. And I think aging is one of those things. So is, you know, divorce, sadly. So is death. So is, you know, well, so many things in our life. And if we don't, we're not taught how to cope with things that we can't change or cope with them in a positive way. Okay, so, I mean, obviously death is scary. We're all scared about dying, right? But I mean, at the end of the day, we're thinking about it at age 100. I mean, I could die tomorrow, and but I don't spend all day worrying about that, do I? I mean, I could sit there. I would never go anywhere. What if I cross the road right now and I get hit by a bus? Right. I mean, if I had that mindset, I wouldn't leave this bedroom. You can't have that mindset. It's like every day we all step on a plane or get into a car, right? We actually, funny enough, we all have massive insecurities about stepping onto a flight. Everyone goes, you know, I know friends of mine that won't even fly with their whole family. So even if they're going on the same holiday, they take two planes just in case. But, you know, we don't have the same fear when we get in the car. We just get in the car as a family and off we go on our day trip. And actually getting in a car is far more dangerous than hopping on a plane. So, you know, it's just conditioning ourselves, right? And overriding this sort of sense of fear that's innately in us. We're all going to die at some point. All of us. Different ways, different, you know. My father, I told you this before, was in the Twin Towers. You know, and he's here. And he was in the first first building and they moved him to the second building and then the first one went down. I mean, it's crazy stuff. He should have been in that building, but something moved him. And I believe that we all have a time. And so, you know, our story's already written. So, you know, you can spend the whole of your life worrying about what ifs or you just get on with it. And I think, you know, aging is the same. It's like you have to get into it and you have to give into it. I mean, some people would say that I'm in the middle of the most giant midlife crisis if anyone's ever seen in their entire life, right? So I was the face of a beauty company for many years. So my job was to reverse my age. I get my hair colored every two weeks. I'm always looking for skin. I can't bear my flabby bits. I live in a gym with a trainer and I married a 27-year-old. So like if there was ever a book about a midlife crisis and a woman that was trying to like reverse the signs, you know, aging process, I'm probably the front cover. But that doesn't mean that I am not realistic. I do know that I've aged. I mean, I only have to look down at my hands right now and I can see. I can tighten my face as much as I like, but my neck's still, you know, going to show you my exact age as are my hands. But the confidence I have in myself and who I am as a person and the things that my lifestyle that I have created with my husband and the life that I live with him means that I am sure that he's happy where he is. Okay. And I think that's what I'm trying to tell you because so many of you ask you, ask me that you, you all kind of want to sort of say, okay, I've been chatted up by a younger guy or if you're divorced, right, you're getting divorced. I find a lot of you going about how do I find love after 40 and what am I looking for? And you sort of, try and put it down on a piece of paper and you say, okay, well, I need a man who's in his fifties or maybe he's divorced already because a non-married man is a nightmare. Do I want him to have kids already? All of these things. You're already writing this list of what you need and what you want, right? And what you won't look. And as I said 
before, many of you, although you all sort of fell in love with my relationship with Sergio now, you wouldn't have even looked at a Sergio back then. And I get that all the time. So many people are like, oh my God, Sergio's amazing. I'm like, you wouldn't have put him out on if he was on fire. You would have, you know, because he was 24 when I met him. And, you know, frankly, he left football. And where was he going from there? I mean, he didn't know. How was I going to know? And I think that, you know, again, you need to have enough confidence in yourself and each other that if you put it out there, and it's kind of like the law of attraction, isn't it? If you put it out there, I will be fine. You're fine. Somehow you're fine. Every time I thought the world was about to end and I just got on with it, somehow everything arrived to me. So I never let my head go into this place. And it's funny because I was talking about it with my girlfriend this morning. She got divorced too from a hugely successful man and she's become hugely successful herself. And she was talking about, you know, she gets lots of messages about being friends with me and like, you know, how could she? And, you know, just as I do probably, you know, about other people, it's so interesting to see because we just laugh about it because we're really good friends. And, you know, obviously it's absolute rubbish. But again, to be able to laugh at things like this and understand that someone's taken the time out of their day to write awful things about you to eat, to people that you know will go through, people go through my Instagram and just log on to any clicks that I've got, any jobs that I've got or anything and just, you know, just text the person or the brand. It's just insane to me. And this takes confidence again to override that and to shut out the noise and so once you've shut out the noise and you've understood, you know, that you're pretty fabulous and you're one of a kind, what do you mean finding love after 40? Why is it different to finding love after 25? There are other 40-year-olds. You're not the only 40-year-old on the planet. Like you're not a unicorn. I hate to break it to you, but there are shitloads of divorces after 40s as there are after 60. So it's just about finding your person not saying that I'm no longer worthy and I'm the only one. You're not the only one. I hate to break it to you, you're not. You've just got to find the people and make the effort. And that's down to you. And all of these things that, you know, you're all worried about, everything is down to you. Aging is down to you. I've met 46-year-old women. I'm ready to hand them a wheelchair. And they look about 106 because life's just beaten them down. And then I, I've got friends of mine who were in nightclubs in, you know, the most fashion forward outfits I've ever seen in my life, gyrating on tables. Who do you want to be and who, which way is the right way? I mean, why is it that after 40, someone wants to hand me a pair of some knitting needles and say, don't go out or no, you can't go and, you know, behave like a lunatic. Well, yes, you can. Yes, I bloody can. Because I'm not dead yet. And I think, you know, if you still live your life, like where you go out for dinners, you go to the movies, you know, so many people just don't live. You're like, oh, I can't be able to get dressed. You know, that's why I always go on about indulging in yourself, you know, learning to do your makeup, getting your hair done, because that gives you the confidence to go out and be you. Once you've got confidence, you will attract the man of your dreams. You just will. Let's take a little break from the episode because I want to share one of my favorite bedding, bathroom, and loungewear brands, Cozy Earth. As you all know, I'm big on my sleep. Sleep is so important for our health and for me, having to look fresh on TV and for work all the time and anything that helps me get a better sleep, count me in. 
And this is why Cozy Earth is my favorite for bedding. It actually enhances my sleep at night. Their bedding is not only high quality and feels like a dream, but it's responsibly and sustainably sourced materials from the earth so that you can get the restorative sleep you need to recharge right there in the comfort of your own home. One thing I love about Cozy Earth is it's actually softer than cotton because it's made from sustainable viscose from bamboo fabrics. Also, this is really key, especially for me because I live in Dubai, the bedding is temperature regulating, which means it will keep you cool and comfortable all night long. And let me tell you, nothing, and I mean nothing is worse than a terrible night's sleep from being too hot all night, right? So I love how Cozy Earth makes me feel all the while while keeping me perfectly temperature controlled. The best part, Cozy Earth has a hundred night sleep test. That means you can try it for 100 nights. And if you don't love it, you can send it back for a full refund. And you guys all know me. I'm into interior design. So I love that the sheets are available in five colors. You can match the color to your interior design or switch it up and redecorate. Let's face it. So there's white, there's gray, there's driftwood, there's charcoal and oat. My personal favorite right now is oat because of how versatile it is and how well it goes with the particular style of my bedroom. I think Oprah and I have great taste because Cozy Earth has been featured on her favorites list for four years in a row. That's four years, people. Cozy Earths provide an exclusive offer today for my listeners, 35% off site-wide when you go to CozyEarth.com and use code d that's CozyEarth.com. Use code d for 35% off site-wide. Amazing. Now let's get back to the show. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture every Tuesday, okay? I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. My girlfriend that got divorced last year or whatever it was, you know, she, she went through a rough patch for a minute. They'd been married, I think, 15 years or something. And, you know, he broke up with her in a really rough way, got to be honest. And she, you know, she found it very hard because her whole life was blown, blown up. And it's not like she's a supermodel. And I'm not saying she's ugly. She's not. She's pretty. But she's like like me, just a normal girl. We're not supermodels, but we're just the girl next door. Sometimes I can look amazing. Sometimes I just don't. But let me tell you, there is a queue of successful, gorgeous, unmarried men asking her on dates. And it's insane. And she has her pick. Now, why? As I said, she hasn't got the body of a supermodel. If you're listening to this and you know who you are, I'm sorry. I don't mean this in a bad way. I love you. She hasn't got the body of a supermodel. She has an amazing personality. She's incredibly, incredibly clever. And the guys are, you know, I mean, I haven't got to know them properly because, you know, they're, they're on dates. So I don't really see them that much, but they, they all seem to come from good families, wealth, just like her. And they're genuinely interested. And, you know, they want to wine and dine her. So I don't buy into this bollocks. There, there are no good men for a 40-year-old woman. And if that's not your thing and you're not attracted to that, then go younger. I mean, honestly... Yes, obviously, there are some twats at 26 or 27 or 30 
that just want to use older women, absolutely, and take them for a ride. But there are some twats at 46 too, who just want to do that. I mean, it, it really is weeding out the person, right? And having the confidence to know in yourself whether it's different or not. And probably when I met Sergio, he was one of those guys. Because, I mean, he definitely had lots of different women. So, like, if anyone had told or any of his friends, including his father, had said that he would end up married to me and being, like, one of the most, you know, beautifully sort of loyal husbands anyone could wish for, right? Then, you know, no one would have believed it. But now they do because they see him, because his actions, right? So you need to just understand that, okay, how do you date after 40? Well, I mean, the same way everyone else does. It's not rocket science and we're not reinventing the wheel. You need to start getting out there. You go to nice restaurants, you go to nice libraries, golf clubs, cigar bars, anywhere you'd find a nice successful man, real estate, whatever it is you're into, that's where you go. And you go to places that are different from where you normally go. And you hang out with new friends. You ask your friends to organize dinner parties. I mean, it really is as simple as that. You know, your friends may not know people, but then somebody may have got divorced. Life changes all the time. Travel. One of my girlfriends met her husband at the bar of the Sandy Lane whilst waiting for her, the guy she was about to marry was a day late and she sat at a bar and met someone else. I mean, it's nuts how people meet any, anyone. And I think the reason attached girls meet more people is because they're more relaxed and single girls aren't relaxed. Why aren't you relaxed? Because you're always worried. What are you worried about? How do I look? Am I too old? You know, and I think if you haven't been in a serious relationship and you, you are a single girl and you just, you're, you've hit your 40s and you think nobody loves you anymore and nobody's going to love you anymore and you're old. And that's where accepting your age comes in and you're not seeing it like a burden. You're seeing it like, well, actually, he's getting the best. I'm the best version of myself right now today at 40. A hundred percent I'm the best version of myself. I've gone through all the shit. I've gone through all the partying I need to do, all the ridiculous behavior, all the doubting myself, the kids, getting pregnant, not liking myself as a person, being in the wrong business, being in the wrong job, failures. I know how to deal with all of it. So if you come to me as my husband and we ha go, go through anything, you know, like my husband currently looks to me for everything. Like he asks my advice on every aspect of his life. And it's not like in a way that is like he doesn't make his own decisions at all. He makes his own decisions, but he really values my knowledge and my experience. And I will tell him my knowledge and experience from failure and from success because I've had both, right? And that's invaluable. And he sees that inv as invaluable. He doesn't see it as poking his, my nose in. And I think, you know, I am comfortable with the age I'm at now. Do I like to tweak myself? 100%. Would I like a facelift going down the, the road? Yeah. I mean, I would definitely do one. I would definitely, I'm actually always looking at those things like the ponytail lift and all that rubbish. But I'm also not afraid of hard work, right? You know, you see 50-year-olds, you see 60-year-olds with beautiful body definition. That doesn't come easily. You go for nice walks. I, but also, I've told you this before, I don't kill myself. You're talking about 20 minutes of a day, every single day, consistently. 20 minutes, black coffee in the morning. 
I have a juice. I don't eat till the afternoon, personally. You know, or if I do, then I won't eat late night. It's that simple and it's staying on that trajectory. I put on more weight than I have in a long time because I was doing the hormones, which isn't natural at my age, I presume. You know, most women have given up on babies at my age, but the rest of it, you know, I feel really good for my age. I do. I don't feel like I look, you know, not normal for a 46 year old. I feel like I'm going to go into my 40s, you know, the end of my 40s and 50s looking good. And I'll continue to do so. And I will take any help I can get. I don't have a crazy beauty regime. You know, I use, as you all know, like I feel like a good tan, a self-tan makes me feel better. I mean, funnily enough, Sergio made me give give it a rest while we were on holiday because he was like, just let your skin breathe. You know, who's going to see you? And that's the funniest part because you all get at me about like, how is it to be with a young guy? Well, the young guy is persuading me out of my beauty routine and just wants me to be, you know, all natural, which I never had before. Never. Because older men are so worried about their image and me making them look older. So it's interesting. As I've told you before, he doesn't really see my wrinkles and he definitely has never asked me to do anything about anything. But I do share the process with him. Like I do, you know, I put extra cream on my hands. The fake tan, I suppose the the downside to that is it does dry your skin out. So I've learned to apply it with like a Nivea mixed in, which kind of really helps. Well, not only does it help with the streaking, but it also really helps that you don't get dry skin. You know, I do try and use a nice toner and, you know, cleanser and get my makeup off in the morning, well, mornings and night. I'm not doing anything that clever. I am in a very fortunate position where I get to try things, new technologies. So I think like lately I just tried on my body a skin tightening machine and that's really helped my stomach. And there are these little things that I know that after having babies and as we age, you know, these certain areas, the skin gets looser. So you can do things to help that and combat that, but it will never be perfect. And I actually don't know what happens in the long run. If it makes your skin worse or not, can you imagine? But again, I don't think about it. I don't go that far forward in my head because if you did it, you just drive yourself crazy. And you're driving yourself crazy because, as I said before, normally the worst doesn't really happen. But we're so used to thinking about the worst, which is like if I went into marrying Sergio and thinking that he's going to leave me for someone younger, I wouldn't have done it, would I? So I do think, ladies that just accepting who you are with confidence, you will get what you want in every aspect of your life. I can't really tell you more about aging other than, you know, we're all going to do it. So it's, you're not on your own again. And it's funny because we make it so personal. We kind of all sit there going, oh God, look at me, you know, but actually I, my friends are my age. So what am I talking about? My arms are flabby. Their arms are flabby. Everyone's rushing out to get a boob job because, you know, they're, they've had their babies and their boobs are going south. But actually, all our boobs are going south. My girlfriends are all having boob jobs so they don't have to wear a bra. I mean, but what's... It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We're 46 years old. Of course, we're going to have to wear bras at some point before our boobs around our ankles. You know, it's natural. It's gravity. There's not much we can do about it. I've shown my husband, a girlfriend of mine, who's done her stomach, her boobs, everything. He's like, I just, I hate it. I'd rather you were wrinkly. So I think men do find attractive age because 
we wear our maturity and our sort of life and our experience, I suppose, on our sleeve with age, don't you? And as much as we do, you can never cover it up completely. And we are all subject to the same thing. So if we just started talking about it and accepting it and helping each other out instead of hiding things from each other, which is what we as women tend to do, we sort of like find out something and then we keep it for ourselves because we don't want anyone else to know. You don't want people to know you've had surgery. You don't want anyone to know that you've you know, change something about yourself or improved yourself because, you know, you don't want people to think less of you or you just want that people to think this is own natural. I mean, you know, you're not lying to anyone, really. We all know. You know, no one looks like a magazine cover in natural. I mean, you know, if you see blonde hair, my blonde and down to your boobs, it's always fake, girls, because to have bleach blonde hair you have to bleach it. And if you bleach it, your hair doesn't grow this long. You know, there are just simple things that you just know. No, you weren't born this way. We've all had help. Okay. And that's fine. I'm 46. You know, it's natural that I need help in certain areas. It's like, you know, accepting I need a trainer. I could probably do it on my own, but you know, he just keeps me focused. I am in the public eye. So no, I'm not going to go gray and flabby tomorrow. But at some point when I step away from everybody, you know, in the not too distant future, I hope, you know, I will accept who I am without all this rubbish. And, you know, in my mind, I'm going to have a house somewhere quite remote and have a very different lifestyle. And then I will settle into all of the above. And it's not because I'm ashamed of showing my age now. I'm not. I actually love my age. I love te- pe- telling my people my age because they're so surprised. But again, I've done it on my own. I'm not doing it through surgery or whatever else. And by the way, I have no problem with it with surgery. So I, if I if I want to do it, as I said, and in the next three to four years, I will do it. I'll be 50 and you will see me go and get my ponytail lift, which is half a facelift and just makes you look about 20 years younger. But again... I'm on the public eye. I'm on TV. I'm, you know, everything else. I mean, luckily this show doesn't really matter how old I get, right? I can continue. I can continue talking to you all from my bed and my Zimmer frame. And you, none of you will judge me or think less of me because you can't see me. But I think if more women came forward and just said, this is who I am, but it's, I know it's hard to do. Trust me. It's funny. It's, it's like, if you see my Instagram, everything's perfect. And then you go to TikTok and everything's just not. Sergio just gets me with no filters, no nothing and shows the real me. And yet you guys love it. So I've, I've just, I've even got to let go on my social media really. But again, I'm still slightly in that phase where I'm finding out who I am now in my new chapter. I think as my boss bitch by myself, I was one person. Now I'm like doing housewives and I've become a, I've become a wife with Sergio and Sergio and I are building a new brand together. And, you know, it's different. I'm finding my feet now as to what we look like as a couple and how we go on and become, you know, successful together and what we want out of life and what he wants too, by the way, it can't all be about me you know, and I have to remind myself of what 
he's comfortable with and you know what he how he likes to see me I think keeping busy also stops the aging process I see it so many times that when people retire they sort of like age 20 years or it's the most bizarre thing because it's the getting up and the adrenaline and the having to go to work and the having to do things that just keeps you going I think So be careful if you are a workaholic and you're used to an office environment and you're used to, you know, being sporty and active to to taking that away from yourself, you know, because too soon, because although retirement and all of these things sound amazing, you know, after about two weeks and, you know, sitting at home, you kind of find yourself twiddling your thumbs, which is although I hadn't, you know, I wasn't at the age when I stopped working with gift library and all that had sort of been abruptly taken from me I kind of find found myself in that way I was like that's it this is wonderful I'm I you know the stress of gift library is gone and I'm never going to do I'm never going to do that again I'm going to be a wife and that's all I'm going to do and I'm going to be the perfect mother and then you know three weeks later I was like get me out the fuck out of this house if I don't see another you know I need to get to an office because it's all I knew and I just found myself like before I get up in suits and you know do my makeup and like you know on pair of heels and then I wasn't getting out of a tracksuit because I had nowhere to go and I wasn't going to go anywhere unless I was going to go for a ladies lunch which always hated those so I think that's really really important to remind yourself be careful what you wish for because you know it's not always greener the other side and you know I think today people find it so hard to connect with people I mean due to COVID due to you know, so many people lonely, so many people, and especially aging and being lonely and falling into these holes of like feeling sorry for yourself. So I do think that is also a mindset and part of aging that we all go through that, you know, I'm going to die. Nobody's going to love me anymore. My life's over. What have I got to look forward to? Well, you've got loads, absolutely loads to look forward to. I travel with my friends. I make my own destiny. I've got, a, you know, I'm working on my shoe line, a book deal. You know, there are so many things you can do in a day. Learn to cook. My dad, when he retired, learned to cook. Again, you know, he loved hosting friends so that he would, you know, take him out of being, feeling old. I mean, it does get to a certain age, I think when you're in your 50s and 60s when your friends do sadly start to go and start passing for different reasons obviously because it's still young but you know you lose friends and that also challenges your mortality and challenges your feeling of like oh my god I haven't got long left on this planet and what have I achieved and what am I you know what what is my legacy and all of these things and it's really an overwhelming sort of sense of dread and fear because again you can't control it whilst I hope or I feel like I feel like I've achieved so much every day that I'm kind of ready like I've accepted like it's okay I'm gonna get old like it's okay Sergio's gonna be here for as long as he wants to be here and it's okay and I have shit loads of friends and I'm never gonna be lonely I don't ever worry about aging okay so do I worry about being incapacitated somehow? No, because I don't let my mind go there. 
that's also part of aging, I suppose. I had a girlfriend of mine who told me how many days we have before, you know, you are incapacitated in some ways. I mean, look, my eyesight's going already. I'm wearing glasses now, which is ridiculous for reading. But apparently that's just everybody after the age of 46 loses their eyesight for short. Is it short sighted? Then I have to use them for reading around this age. So it's a natural progression. Again, I can't fight it. Am I rushing there to go and get laser or an operation? No. I bought myself a fabulous pair of glasses and Sergio thinks I look sexier than ever when I wear them for him. So it's really funny. It's how you deal with it and look at it, right? And so many of you, by the way, I wear them on my Instagram. Every single day, you guys ask me where I get my glasses from. But for the whole of our lives, we've been taught glasses is like the worst thing. So embarrassing to have to wear them. Oh God, it shows how old you are. And actually, why aren't they and fashionable? They're fashionable. Okay, they're fashionable. I do have to wear them. But actually, I find them, I find them kind of cool. Gives me a different look. I look more studious. I kind of get away with more. Sergio says I scare the shit out of him when I speak to him like that because he's like, he has to listen to me more because I look more authoritative. So there you go. And there's my positive spin on glasses. What else is natural? I mean, you know, I'm always going to hate bits and bobs. I hate my hands. I've injected them with stuff. I've tried having peels on them. But at the end of the day, they're 46 years old. The skin is 46. I can't change that. I cannot. And I think we all looking at these, again, Instagram posts and thinking, well, this is what's normal. It's not normal. I do smooth my pictures. You are not seeing my real skin because it's a, it's a job, right? It's, a, it's just what we have to do. So, and it's not because, well, you see YouTube, that's me really. I can't do anything there. So, you know, you just have to accept all of these things about yourself and embrace the good things that come with age. The good things that come with age are, I'm my own boss. I'm in control of my own destiny. I can do what the fuck I want. I don't answer to anyone. I can buy what I want. I get the jobs that I want. I'm decorating my own home. I'm investing in what I want. I'm learning things I want. I travel when I want. I chose the husband I wanted. I mean, you can be selfish as fuck. It's wonderful. And you don't have to compromise anymore. There's something so freeing about that. I mean, obviously I do in some aspects because, you know, there's two of us in this relationship and I have to remind myself of that, not just me. But in general, I do what the fuck I want. And I wouldn't change that for things. So if you wanted me to go back to my 20s where I was all like scared of everything in my life, absolutely no thank you. So I think, ladies, like anything else in your life, take aging on like sport. I'm not saying rush out there and grow, grow out your hair in a long gray bob and go au naturel overnight and just, you know, don't whiten your teeth and like, you know, fall into age. Absolutely not. But accept your age, your number and go and look fabulous. Keep yourself going. Get yourself out there. Don't think about why men wouldn't want a woman after 40. Why the fuck would he not want a woman after 40? You're in control of everything. He doesn't need to do anything. 
You can just go around the world together, have a wonderful time and build an incredible life with, from like love and not from need. And that's the most incredible place to be. I, I think I was out with a very successful man yesterday and he said the same thing. He said, you know, I just can't take a woman that just, you know, comes to me and expects me to solve every aspect of her life. Even if I c could do it, I don't want to do it. And, you know, we have to stop looking for other people to provide us our happiness. And once you've understood that you're happy inside, it doesn't mean, matter if you're 96 or 25. You know, if you're ha happy and having a wonderful life, it just looks a bit different. You know, when you're 25, maybe you're in Ibiza. And when you're 96, maybe you're, you know, going out for a nice walk in a park with somebody. But the both are wonderful if you're right with the right people. So there really is nothing to be scared about aging. You should be more scared about getting on the plane than aging. Relax into life because, as I said, all those people that make you feel old or all those people that make you feel less than, huh, they're about to age too, my love. That's what's so funny about it. How dare someone make you feel old because they're heading there. They're going that direction. Not like they're getting off the train. They're going that, so they, they're on the same train as you. And that's what's so ridiculous about the world we live in right now. You know, these, these people that make you feel less than. So all I can say is happy getting older. You're another day older today. And life is pretty fucking great. And I'm off now to have my lunch and I'm going out for a fabulous dinner with some younger friends of mine and I'll enjoy every single minute of it. So thank you for listening to another episode of Divorce Not Dead and uh, tune in again. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.